This is a special edition of Late Night Health. I'm Mark Allen. Uh, we're going to take a look at Veterans Day, and Veterans Day was just a few days ago. However, I think Veterans Day should go on every day, and um, uh, we should thank the men and women who uh, put their lives on the line uh, for us Americans. Our guest is um, Monica Mohendra, and uh, Monica, welcome to Late Night Health. Well, thanks so much for having me, Mark, and putting a spotlight on this important issue. Uh, tell us about what Veterans Day, uh, uh, the Veterans History Project, is all about. Well, I appreciate your um, description of Veterans Day, and we really think at the Library of Congress Veterans History Project that this time between Veterans Day and the holidays is sort of Veterans Day season because it is so opportune to sit down and take the mission of the Veterans History Project to heart. We work together with individuals all across the country, you, your listeners, to collect and preserve, and then we here at the library preserve and make accessible the firsthand narratives of U.S. military veterans, those who served from World War I through the more recent conflicts. And the idea is that by getting those first-person perspectives what they saw, heard, and felt from their voice about their service. We all understand our collective history better. Why is it important to recognize the men and women who have served? Um, I mentioned that when uh, we did the just a moment or two ago, but I think it's an important thing to do, take a look at. We at the Veterans History Project have the mandate to collect these first person stories of veterans uh, from around the nation, you know, from Guam to Maine, from Puerto Rico to Alaska, who performed service for our nation. And so often when we close our eyes and we think about who a veteran is, that is informed by books, movies, television, and doesn't necessarily tell the fullness of the story of American service. Right now, we have the opportunity to focus on the Commission Corps of the United States Public Health Service, which was founded more than 200 years ago. It is one of the eight uniform services of the United States, and folks don't always understand that those individuals are also veterans and that their work has a direct and immediate impact on us. Members of the USPHS commissioned officers were on the front lines of Ebola half a world away in African nations, but the work they did there and continue to do there informs work and safety and health of us here at home today. Um, we've all heard stories. You mentioned movies and TV shows about veterans, but those are often exaggerated. Uh, they, are, they say that uh, truth is um, stranger than fiction. Can you give us one or two stories um, about the heroic efforts of some veterans? I love to tell the story of a veteran named Andrew Cheer, who served in the more recent conflicts and served with the, you know, bravery as so many service members do. He was stationed. Well, first, let me back up and say, you know, he um, he joined with his best friend and uh, didn't know where where things were going to take him. He ended up uh, serving. Um, stateside for part of his service in the wake of Hurricane Katrina. 
he wasn't a member of the United States Public Health Corps, but he was a military service member, and we needed that kind of service. So those members just shifted their focus. And if you see, he was protecting hospitals and protecting streets and people in the wake of the hurricane. And you see on our website, loc.gov forward slash vets, you can see pictures from his experience. You can see his living quarters in Katrina versus his living quarters in Iraq and see what his experience was like in both places and understand that he put himself in harm's way through his service, both here in our country for public health measures and public safety measures, and also in Iraq. And seeing the weaving together of those two stories is just really phenomenal. Again, you can find that yourself on our website, loc.gov forward slash vets. You, you've been with the project for 15 years. Do you think that we, you don't look like you, um, you're old enough to have been with the uh, project for 15 years. Uh, that's a compliment, by the way. Um, but I'm curious, do you think that that we as Americans take good care of our vets historically? I think the Library of Congress Veterans History Project is an opportunity to make sure many more of us are involved in that conversation. We don't often stop and think about what role we play as beneficiaries of the American system in ensuring that our veterans' voices are heard and not just heard, but lifted and informed, and informed policy. I'm proud to share that the Veterans History Project, which is now over 20 years old, is used by members of Congress. You know, they created this, they turned it into public law. They also use it to understand um, how to better communicate with the veterans in their communities and directly for public policy and for informing decisions that they make. So I think the project is really in my over 20 years with the library and my over 15 years with the Veterans History Project, what I have been privileged to see is the opportunity it gives all of us to do better, not only by our veterans, but for ourselves and our families and our future by listening. And if a veteran would like to share his or her story, uh, do they go to... Uh loc.gov slash vets as well? That's it. And so often veterans will say, I, I don't have a story to tell. You got you to gotta listen to my Aunt Millie. She was just a ground, you know, groundbreaking in her service. Or you got to talk to my buddy who is a chaplain and it's just amazing stories. So we typically challenge the, the people and the veterans' lives to participate. But I also today challenge the veterans who think they know a veteran who has a better story to engage with that veteran who has a better story, make a pact to listen to each other's story, to, to serve us all again by sharing your voice. And that's at loc.gov forward slash vets, where there's a video and the required forms to become part of this national important endeavor and archive, some instructions and some inspiration as well. And the Library of Congress, if you haven't been there in D.C., is some something that you really should see. Uh, Monica, thank you very much for uh, for spending some time with us here at Late Night Health and uh, really for your service. Um, oh, that's very kind of you. It's it's a collective activity, and we so appreciate the spotlight you're putting on it. 
Got it. Look forward to uh, chatting with you again. Uh, if you want information, go to loc.gov slash vets. That's loc.gov slash vets. Uh, I'm Mark Allen, and this is Late Night Health. Thank you.